For my foe to your foe. They go. I want easy money. We get easy money. Man, South Foot. Gang! Yeah. Hey. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Oh, you do? I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. Okay, cool. They have the answers. We bought that action. We have the facts. I'm with the man, South Foot, and he say facts. Let's go. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers. I got the answers, I got the answers. Let's go. They having answers, we bout that action, we having facts. I'm with the mayor, South Fortnite, he saying facts. Welcome, welcome, Falcons fans. This is your host, uh, the mayor. Would I have the answers? But you already knew that. That's why you tuned in, because you love me so much. And I appreciate y'all. So, we got the last preseason game coming up um, against Jacksonville on Saturday. We had two joint practices. Um, and I'm going to give you my overall uh, summary of the team today. Okay. So, um, it, it's the last preseason game. So, I think everybody, uh, everybody, you're, you're, you're pretty much saw what you're going to see from everybody. I think he might play Ritter. He's probably going to play Mariota a little bit. But I don't think it will be uh, as much as if we had like four preseason games. Because remember, they took it down to three. So, uh, the quarterback battle is as stands last week. Um, Mariota's the vet, but he didn't outplay Ritter. Ritter's the rookie. Ceiling is a lot higher. Looks pretty good, so I would like to go uh, Ritter. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any clear um, competition as far as maybe corner. You got Isaiah Oliver, who's been hurt um, towards Achilles or ACL last year. I think it's ACL. Um, so he might not start um, the beginning of the season, but you got uh, D. Alfred, the Canadian football player who's looking outstanding out there um, is, is a natural ball hawk so he had a pick in uh, the last game um, always picking things off in practice just looking good so uh, I think there will be a fight for the third and fourth corner but that's a good thing because it means we have two solid corners and two um, backup corners so that one of those will play nickel um, the other will just come in on coverage snaps um, which is, is a good thing it's a good problem to have um, also, you look at the uh, linebacker room, you got Ebiketti, the rookie, um, you got um, Lorenzo Carter, um, Rashad Evans, and then now you have Deion Jones fighting back. So uh, last year I wanted to trade Deion Jones, um, but now he's here, he's here. So because he's here, I think that is a perfect room that has diversity. Um, Deion Jones is not a good run stopper by any means whatsoever. He's he's a, a good reactor. Like if he sees the ball, he's going to go uh, run. He's going to run fast. But as far as um, filling the gaps like a linebacker that we need, he doesn't really do that. He waits on the blocks. Um, so we got guys who can do that for him to free up those blocks. And hopefully he can just shoot and make tackles. You got Michael Walker, who I've always compared him to a creative player just because of size, speed. Um, so that room is looking real diverse and, and better. I want to give a shout out to uh, Arthur Smith and um, Terry Fontenot because last year, the team we had last year was uh, depleted. It didn't have any star power. It didn't have any depth um, at the running back room, at the linebacker room, cornerback room, uh, wide receiver room. And in a matter of offseason, he has flipped that tremendously. I don't think we've, we're getting giving him enough credit to say we had one of the worst uh, wide receiver rooms without Calvin Ridley last year. Um, you go and draft the Cal Pitts. Uh, then this year, you uh, you follow up, draft the Drake London. Um, Cordell Patterson is in that room. Uh, you go get Brian Edwards and uh, all these other guys 
to uh, uh, Cordell Hodges, like who I love. Um, he flipped that room. And I just told you about the linebacker room. Uh, we lost, uh, what's his name? Alua Fulcon, who was a Yale product, who wasn't that talented to me. He's replaceable. But uh, you lose him, and then you, you see how he flipped the room. You get run stoppers. So shout out to them for flipping the, the roster that quick. Um, you, you usually don't see a lot of people take that approach. Um, they usually go through the draft, and then after the draft, see what they have. But no, they fixed a lot of problems. Free agency, bought in some guys, good contracts, one-year deals to prove it deals, um, and, and let's see what they have. Let's play, and then we can assess the team. So I want to talk about the Falcons and how they're built in particular to years previous. Okay. Usually you, you had star power, um, Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, obviously on the offense. And you knew the offense was going to score 30 something points, but we, we never really had a good defense. A lot of people like to single out one year. That doesn't mean that was consistent. Good. That's just luck. Um, a lot of people like to single out. Um, we, I don't feel like we had a good, um, starting running back, a lot of people like to single out a couple of years from uh, maybe Michael Turner and uh, Devontae Freeman. But uh, I never liked Devontae Freeman. He was never a three-down back, couldn't block, um, and, and that's just my thing with him. So Michael Turner just gave us um, good years, maybe like one or two years. Other than that, it was over with. Um, but you look at this room and you look at this team, it is deeper than it usually is but at different positions. So we're deep at tight end. We're deep at defensive line. We don't have a star guy, but like I said, we have backups um, and, and role players more, more than we've had. Uh, we have a running back room that I think is probably the best running back room we've had um, in years. Um, even our quarterback room, obviously Matt Ryan is better than both of them, but it was Matt Ryan and then the drop-off of Matt Shop. Right now you have two guys who can come in and actually win games which uh, you, you got to give credit to. So last year, you look at the team and you're like, oh, man, they're bad. But I don't think they had the right ingredients to get the recipe they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you know, when you bake a cake and it's like, all right, I want to bake a strawberry cake, but I don't have necessarily strawberry extract so, or whatever you put to I don't know how to bake a cake. But you're missing one ingredient. You're missing eggs or you're missing the oil, butter, whatever the case may be. So you're like, okay, let's just gonna we're gonna fight through it and just see how the cake comes out uh with the without the missing ingredients. That was kind of the Falcons last year. Um they didn't have the the right ingredients to make the strawberry cake. And the strawberry cake is just how the identity of the football team and what you want the football team to be. So you had Matt Ryan, who was a, a pocket quarterback who doesn't really like to move on the run. He can. He can do it well, but he doesn't really like to. He likes to just carve you up. Um, and that's not Arthur Smith's play-calling style. So you, you saw that kind of bump heads. You had people in position on defense um, like Dante Fowler, um, who I don't think he really liked or could, could help coach because he just that wasn't his proper ingredients. This year you see a team built of players that Arthur Smith can, can play-call for. You see it on the defense. You see it on the offense in the quarterback room. And uh, um, even Damian Williams in the running back room, we haven't talked about him much, who's a great uh, pass catcher out the back, uh, out the backfield. Um, you got the rookie, Algier, who's going to hit the hose. And then you, you round it out with Cordero Patterson. Like, this room with the, with the quarterbacks, with Mariela and Desmond Ritter, this 
has a we have a chance to be an effective team. That's why I I've been saying ten wins. I think you can get ten wins out of this team for two main reasons. All right, one you you and how do I say this? You you don't have a lot of film out on this team. Last year, like I said, he didn't have the ingredients, so he didn't show his identity and play calling last year. You kind of saw Matt Ryan kind of take over and take the lead with a little bit of his play calling here and there, but mostly it was Matt Ryan's, and that's why it really didn't work because you didn't have Calvin really on the field. You didn't have a guy stretching the field. You didn't have a real running back. Um, So last year you just saw, uh, like, just whatever they could put together, the, the, the finished outcome of the cake that is deflated, not sweet, doesn't look good, doesn't even have real strawberries in it, like, you know what I'm saying? So you fast forward to this year, this cake has real strawberries, and now we're going to put in a game plan to effectively beat y'all with the players we have that you didn't see last year. So a lot of people thinking, oh, it's going to be the same offense as last year. No, this is going to be a whole different offense, I'm telling you, just based off the quarterbacks. It's going to be a whole different style of play calling. Uh, so... That's one. And two is a thing that I've been preaching for a minute, not run the ball, but you know, I want us to run the ball. Complimentary football. And I've, I've broke this down before. The complimentary angle is uh, two angles that uh, make, I don't know if it's 360 or 180. I've been uh, well removed from math. I think it's 180. Uh, you know what? I got time to look it up. I'm only eight minutes in the podcast. Just so I can give y'all facts you know and not be wrong complimentary angles is a complimentary angle 180 or 90 i think it's 180 yes uh supplementary angles are two angles whose sum is 180 degrees while complementary angles are two angles whose sum is 90 degrees uh I don't know if this is a good analogy, but, you know, that, that was the definition. So, I can't say I didn't teach you that. You know what I mean? Now you know what a complimentary angle is. So, hey, don't go to school today. But when you talk about a complimentary angle, two angles that uh, make 90, um, 90 degrees is obviously uh, a corner or whatever the case may be. 180 is a straight line. When I say complimentary, we haven't had a complimentary football team to where Wherever somebody lacks, the other team picks up. The The only thing we've really had effectively in the last 14 years was passing the ball. You knew for a fact, oh, if we go into the game, Matt Ryan's going to throw for 300 yards, three touchdowns. He's going to get you 20-something points. You, you guarantee you knew that. And you just had to hope the other team didn't score that many points. Um, but you didn't really have a run game help him out. You didn't have a line help him out. You didn't have a defense help him out. You just saw uh, Matt Julio go out there, try to outscore people, which I'm telling you that never will work if you can't run the ball and then all those other things. This year, more than ever, you will have a complimentary team that can get you to the playoffs. Now, can they win your Super Bowl? I don't think they have enough star power to win the Super Bowl. Uh, but like a, like a Rams or, or Bengals or something like that who was just in the Super Bowl, um, they have star power. We don't have that yet, but what we do have is a complimentary football team. The running game complements the pass game. For the first time in 14 years, you have, a running, you have running backs that can pass catch out the backfield and can run any type of run scheme. 
and you have you have different style running backs that complement each other. You have a, a hard nose hit the uh, whole workhorse back. You have a finesse back. You have a uh, you can flex them out wide back. You have a short yardage back. You have a complementary room in there. Also, you flip to the uh, wide receiver room. You have a, a deep ball threat. You got a, a guy who in the slot. You got a fast, quick twitch guy. You got tall guys. You got guys that complement each other's game. They all don't do the same thing. Um, you flip on the D line. Uh, you got Grady Jarrett who's going to take on blocks. You got pass rushers. Then you got run stoppers. They they're going to complement each other. Beforehand, the last fourteen years, you you've seen a football team, a Falcons football team, and you said, okay. We got to do one thing. We got to score points. This year, I don't think it will be that. It will be, okay, if we get a little effort here, a little effort here, we can win some games. And it's going to change every week. For for the last 14 years, 17 weeks, Matt Ryan had to play spectacular for us to win. Usually, he had to play spectacular or do something amazing like a two-minute drive or something like that. Uh, Julio Jones had to have 100 yards on five catches for us to win. Uh, that was the that was the key. If Julio didn't have that and Matt Ryan didn't have that game, we would lose every time. We're in a different case because, I, like I've mentioned, I don't even I I don't even think our quarterback will win us a game. I don't think with the two quarterbacks we have, will they win us a game solely based off their play? Just because you have so many compliments. So on the defensive side, you have run stoppers. Last year, you had years previous, we could not stop the run. Third and short, um, first down, you just had teams running on us, running on us, running on us. Defense will stay on the field. Offense come out, they score quick. Defense is back on the field with a long drive. Defense gets tired. The two drives where offense stalls out, the two drives where defense is tired, and that. so it didn't complement each other. This year, you're going to have, okay, we're going to stop the run. Offense is going to go out there, have long drives. We're going to stop the run quick. get out. It's going to look good. It's going to flow together. So this isn't – I hate when people say, oh, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. Well, you don't know what we can do for two reasons. This is a whole different regime, and last year they didn't have the ingredients. So looking at this team and how the makeup is and, and the ingredients they have, I can see us winning, beating the Saints first game. All right? Matter of fact, I might as well go through uh, my predictions. Since this is the last preseason game tomorrow, Saturday, against Jacksonville. Um, and I'll just go ahead and go through my predictions like I usually do. So we, we start off with the Saints, September 11th. I think we can beat the Saints. I not even think. I know we beat them last year. Uh, the coaching last year was outstanding in that game. Um, the quarterback play was uh, elite. I don't think Matt Ryan's ever played that perfect before. So you, you, you take a step back there, but everybody else got better. The receiver room got better. The running back room got better. The D-line got better. The offensive line got better. Well, the offensive line didn't get better, but the uh, linebackers got better. Everybody got better. So I think we beat the Saints the first game. The Rams, Super Bowl champs, um, that's a little hard. Um, I don't think we beat them. Seahawks, we can beat them. Browns, uh, let's see. Let's see. So I got two wins for the Seahawks. Browns, um, they got a good running back room and a good defense. But they're missing a quarterback. I'm going to say we can beat them. The Bucks, the first game, um, maybe we, we lose. 49ers, we lose. Bengals, we lose. Out of those three games, though, I think we can win one of those surprise games. I don't think we win. We lose three straight. I don't see us losing three straight just because of how this team fought last year. So that's a tough run right there between uh, the early part of the schedule is kind of tough. So the 
the Bucks, the 49ers, and Bengals. I think we probably win one of those. So I'm going to give us four wins um, starting off. Uh, the Panthers, we beat the Panthers. The Chargers, we lose to the Chargers. We beat the Panthers again. We can beat the Bears. Um, we can beat the Washington Commanders. We can beat the Steelers. Um, the Saints will lose. Ravens probably lose. Cardinals um, lose. And the Buccaneers will probably lose. So that's somewhere around like nine games right there. Um, when you talk about th those are clear cut games that I know, okay, we can beat those guys easy. Um, outside of that, you have an elevated coaching staff that has the ingredients. So last year you saw some, some mishaps like, okay, why do we call that? Why was this guy in this space? Why was this guy doing this? This year we have the pieces to effectively do that. So I, that's why I said coaching is going to take a, a, a level up. So a game that I know we can out coach, but the team is better than us. Um, I'm going to go Cardinals. The Cardinals games at the end of the season, because they didn't do well at the end of the season last year. I don't believe in their coach, Cliff Kingsbury, a uh, young guy. Colin Murray is a young guy as well, very inexperienced. Um, and their team just... It just it was forced last year, and I think last year was their window um, because they they went hard on all the free agents, and then people got hurt, and it was over with. The Cardinals is a game where I don't think people are going to expect us to win, but I think we outcoach them. Um, the Saints game, one of the Saints games, I think we're going to outcoach them. Uh, one of the Bucks games, the Bucks have a great um, coaching staff. The, between the Bucks and the Steelers. Those are two coaching staffs that are like, okay, that's pretty good. So um, I think we do give the Bucks problems, but it's hard to just say we beat them right now. I have to see how they look on uh, on the field next week. Um, but other than that, this is an easy 10-win season. It can be a 10-win season. I'm not going to say it will be, but it can be a 10-win season. So what you're expecting, don't expect. A lot of people are thinking the Falcons took a step back, and they're, they're no. They took almost 10 steps forward in this progression this is not like the jets um bounce back uh, like this isn't like um the giants who have been looking for pieces and all of that the, their rebuild takes a long time i'm proud of the guys i was so scared to have a rebuild because i was like it other teams you look at across the teams they've had five-year rebuilds six-year rebuilds stalling out and all of that we have rebuilt the identity of the team in almost one year i'm not saying we're playoff contenders but we kind of built the stepping stones um, back up to where it's like, okay, I can see the direction of this team. I can see where we're going. And it looks good, guys. It looks good. So get excited. This isn't the the Falcons from last year's, previous years. Oh, they're going to give up the run. Oh, they're going to. That's not happening. This is a different team. They fight different. And I could tell that by the Buffalo game last year and the Bucks game last year. And then you add the ingredients. He's going to cook. Arthur Smith's going to cook, guys. So it's time to get excited. It's not too, too much to look for in the preseason game. I think Anderson, the uh, the linebacker, I've always been intrigued by that pick because they passed up on some SEC linebackers to get this guy uh, who's an FBS linebacker, um, who was actually a quarterback change linebacker, but he's 6'4", real fast, knowledgeable of the game. Uh, he's number 44. That's the only guy I'm probably looking forward to watch tomorrow um, just to see where he fares. Like, did we hit on this piece? If Did we not? Um, Jalen Mayfield is a lineman who, uh, if you're in-depth, into analyzing the game a lot of people don't like him uh, i tell people he's only played 16 games and it was a new position he's a tackle move to guard uh give him a chance 
give them a chance. The learning curve in the NFL is crazy. It, it varies per position, but lineman is one of the most um, methodical positions, like mentally tough, uh, mentally smart, just and you have to be physical. It's one of the harder positions on the field. So 16 games um, sample is not enough to say, let's move on from, let's, uh, let's fire him or, or whatever the case, release him. Um, that's, that's not the case. Let's give him some time to grow. Let's give time for coaches to let him grow. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening again. I, I appreciate everybody who listens. I, I don't think y'all know how much that really makes me happy. Um, especially when I like get DMs or, or reposted or whatever the case may be, like that makes me feel good. So I appreciate all my uh, people, my listeners. Um, subscribe and send it out to other fans. Though I still have to get bigger. So if you love me, um, send it out. This is like my passion. So it's like, hey, I got a cousin that talks about Falcons. If you in a Falcon space and you you talking to somebody who likes Falcons, oh, listen to this podcast. Um, suggest me to people and uh, refer me to people. And and maybe if if you show me somebody refer you if if you show me that you refer somebody and they actually listen i might got a prize for you we'll talk about that on the next podcast but we're gonna start doing promotions and stuff like that because i i need to get bigger all right guys i appreciate y'all for helping me out on that journey all right